0: Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menuno's, your life improvement series starts now
1: heal squad it's kelsey and i'm so excited for you all to listen to this episode today we are tapping into our higher selves that's right we're finding the light within we're learning how to lead with our heart how to really just fill ourselves up with gratitude fill our whole world up with gratitude all those really yummy happy feelings that you feel when you level up we're leveling up in 2023 and even though it can be hard That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this together. That's why we have agape on today. So enjoy, take those notes and please share this episode with a friend, with a family member, with anyone you think could benefit. You know, it means the world to us and we love you all. Please enjoy.
0: Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to better together. When you know better, you get better. That is our goal here every single day. And we doing it. We doing it. Every day we're getting better and better. Um, our quote for today is from our guest. Prayer is the cheapest and fastest way to alter your mind, calm your nervous system, and possibly divert conflicts. And that is from Agapistasinopoulos. She is a best-selling author and speaker who inspires audiences around the world. She is a fellow Greek sister born and raised in athens she's written uh another book before that we've had her on the show for i think it was the meditation book yeah right? for
1: me which is crazy i think it was lauren actually i looked it up and i was oh, like oh really yeah how yeah, wild!" it's while. been a minute it's been a minute um,
0: that book looks similar to this and it was like 52 meditations i think if i'm crazy if i'm not crazy i think it was oh i love that and this is 52 prayers to guide inspire and uplift you and i love the artwork on this book i love the color of it Um, Oh, wait, here we go. It was Wake Up to the Joy of You. Oh, there you go. I just completely made (laughs) up a whole other book. (laughs) Maybe you should tell her. (laughs) 52 meditations. (laughs) I can't keep it all straight, guys. (laughs) Uh, But uh, excited to have her back on the show today. She's always very inspiring, and uh, it's always like good chicken soup for your soul. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, uh, I am very grateful to... Claritin Ready Tabs. Without them, I (laughs) would not be here right now. (laughs) Not sponsored, friends, at all. But you know I share what works. And if you have an allergy sitch or especially if you have animal allergies, Claritin Ready Tabs are the bomb. They work so well, so quickly. I woke up this morning and I was tired and I was having some allergy situations last night and... You know, I kept putting the Brio tech on, but mm. it's an allergy. It's different. <laughs> You're right. Um, but it is infl- inflammation. So I was trying that. It helped me go to bed. And then this morning I woke up and it was happening again. So I did the Visine allergy drops and then it wasn't enough. My eyes looked like tomatoes, oh. like swollen tomatoes. And so then I took the Claritin Ready Tab. I got into bed and I said, okay, I'm going to do some yoga nidra. Upon your beautiful suggestion, queen. Got you. And, uh, yeah. My internet and went out <laughs> maybe four minutes into Yoga Nidra. <laughs> I was taking my deep breaths and then that was it. Mm. But it helped. Well, that's good. Even the little bit I got. That's good. Amidst the chaos of having a thousand dogs in my house, peeing everywhere. Yeah. A little Bobo. <laughs> so I went back in just before I came out here and I see a big puddle and they all have diapers. So I had no idea how this happened. He's a big peer. He's a very little dog and I don't know, but a gallon comes out of him. He had peed so much it was coming through the diaper and he's double diapered. And then I take the diaper off and more peas coming out at the same time out of his little pee pee. And I was like, "Your face is awesome." <laughs> I was like, "I'm like, no, thank oh, you." Man, I'm gonna kill Gavin. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's just too much. It's like bobo. they're all absolute angels. I've never met dogs like this in my life. But it's just too much chaos in this house right now.
1: Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter how amazing they are. It's it's still a lot. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot of responsibility. And like, you already have two. It's not like you didn't have any. Yeah. Like you already have two who are pretty needy. Don't tell Winnie I said that, yes. but you know,
0: it's oh a lot. Man. Well, today with a loppy, I learned some <laughs> prayers to there help go. me through. I will tell you what I always go to now when I'm stressful is I go to gratefulness. Anytime you're like upset or stressed or anxiety, just go to grateful. And because a lot of it is usually coming from fear, right? So stress, the the code word for fear is just stress. It's more socially acceptable than to say, I'm fearful, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, if you're coming from fear, then you know that when you're grateful, you can't be fearful at the same time. It's like an impossibility. You can't be grateful and fearful at the same time.
1: I never thought about it that way.
0: Yes. Tony Robbins taught me that. Thank you, Tony. So
1: I like when that. I'm
0: fearful, a.k.a. stressed, <laughs> I go right to my gratitude list and it always helps me mm. shift my mood instantly.
1: You know what I want to do? I want to have a list in my phone, like just a quick, a quick reset list, a quick grateful list that I can go to. That just came to me when you said that because
0: I'm like, but, huh. Here's my thing, queen. Tell me. Why do you need a list to, to be grateful? True, you don't. Right? You don't. You can, I I walked outside just now and I was like, oh God, I'm so grateful for these trees. I'm grateful for this air. It feels so good as I breathe it in. I'm grateful that I'm getting to walk in and do an interview right now. You can be grateful about your toenail. True. Like you can be grateful about your eyelashes actually like working with your mascara today.
1: True. There's a zillion things to be
0: grateful for. Oh my gosh, my contour worked great. Whatever it is, my nails are still on, yours aren't. So you're not not grateful for that. (laughs) Two down. But you can be grateful for so much. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that you want a million dollars on the lottery. It's a great point. So... I think we
1: often think it has to be these big
0: things, and it doesn't. No. You're right. Grateful for the air I'm breathing. Grateful mm. for the fact that I can walk. Grateful that I'm able-bodied. Yeah. Grateful that I'm pretty healthy. Yeah. Yes, we have our things, but of we're course. pretty healthy. Yeah. So... I like that. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. You don't need another list in your phone for <laughs> no, that. I don't. <laughs> you, can, you can come up with a lot of things. I'm grateful I have both my parents. Yeah. I'm grateful that I have wonderful people around me. I'm grateful. I mean, every day it's, right. my grateful list is I'm grateful, you know, with Winnie and Max, of course. Today it was just Winnie and, and the Bijans. And they were literally smushed up against my legs, looking up at me with these big brown oh. eyes. And I'm like, and we're grateful for our squad, Kelsey and Fuja. <laughs> and we're grateful for Auntie Violetta and Uncle Francisco and Auntie Demi and Papu mm. and Daddy, even though he's being bratty. And then also, we're <laughs> grateful for Auntie Alyssa and Uncle Joe and Uncle Dimitri and everyone who loves us and helps us every day and everyone who wants good things for us. Like, you can, there are plenty of people to be grateful for. There are plenty of things, but. That's what we say every morning. So, you know, so you guys are in our list. Thank you. You are welcome. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to find out from Agapi something really cool today that Kelsey picked up on where in her pre-interview, she talked about the differences between affirmations and mantras and prayer because this book is about prayer Right? Yep. And so uh, I thought her answer was really, really cool for this. So the book is called Speaking with Spirit 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire and Uplift You. So we're going to talk a little bit about that right now with Agapi.
2: Yasu Agapi. Oh, Maria, I'm I'm so happy to see you. Thank Uh, you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Very good. I mean, uh, Los, uh, left Los Angeles in October and, uh, we were there for a year and a half with the pandemic. And, uh, now we are here. Um, my good news is that, um, we're healthy first of all, which is the yes. blessing. And, um, Christina, my older niece is pregnant. Oh, that's amazing. And, uh, so we are, she's expecting and, um, uh, that's a just a, such a big blessing for us. You know, she got married in September uh, in Santa Barbara uh, when the virus was kind of diminishing. And so far, so good. You know, in New York, I think things are better now. Yeah. But it's been quite, um, quite a time for all of us. And my great gift is that during the pandemic, you know, for me, it was a very, very hard time. And I'm sure for everybody who is, Uh, an extrovert and uh, like us Maria and um, I felt uh, very bereft I felt missing my friends and all the activities and speaking and and uh, the greatest blessing is that I wrote the book I wrote speaking with spirit and uh, I got closer to the spirit and I got closer to God and my calmness and I found a lot of tools um, that I had to because when you're so isolated, you know, you have to go deeper inside. And that's the message that I feel now I'm spreading and and putting out to people uh, because, you know, right now we're going through a very difficult time again uh, with um, the war and with not knowing what's going to happen next. And somehow we're always dealing with some kind of anxiety mm-hmm. and uh, and i i found maria that i had to partner with the spirit and and i know you know that because your you your your prayers and and how you've been during the time when you, your mother was passing and how everybody was holding for you made such a difference didn't it
0: oh absolutely absolutely there was it was such a different journey, I think, for me to, to have that connection with God and to be able to have, I call it like that highway of communication back and forth, ask and receive, ask and receive. Um, I never felt alone. I always felt like I had the answers I needed when I asked them.
2: That's amazing. That's amazing. And, uh, and you feel rooted in the midst of uh, your adversities. Mm -hmm. You feel that you can be grounded and you can find the you know your sails to go through the winds Mm -hmm. so you adjust your sails and uh, the weather gets stormy but somehow you you're being held but the it what i found in speaking uh about the the message of the book is that a lot of people don't know that connection Mm -hmm. and and have lost their connection and that's what i really wanted to come And speak with you with better together because yes, we are better together, but we're better together with a bigger presence. So
0: how do you share with people or how do you guide people to initiate that connection or strengthen that connection? Um, Obviously initiating it is, let's start there because some people have no idea what this feels like or what it's like. Um, I've had that connection from a young age because of necessity, right? So my dad was type one diabetic, almost died a million times. So trust me, I was on my knees a lot praying and, and begging for help. And eventually you start to see that God is there for you, right? At least for me, I felt that, and then I was able to build on it, but, um, other people haven't gone there yet and don't know how to do it.
2: You know, I um I like to, I read you something from the preface and you know, Maria, uh, Ariana and I had this amazing mother like you did and she helped us in our faith and in our trust to life. She wasn't religious as such. It wasn't about the Greek church, but it was more about the spirituality of life. And she she was a very high soul, I feel, my mother, you know, and although she had a lot of, her own pain with my father. And she fought as a nurse in the Second World War and fought the Nazis um, and was faced with tremendous um, violence during the war. She withstood in that and gave her a a confidence and a trust in life and um, taught us yoga and meditation. And she always say, That there is a higher part in us, a wise part in us. So when she referred to God, for her, it was the larger part in ourselves. She didn't just, you know, didn't make it like, oh, this is for the religious. This was like the universal presence. And uh, I have this phrase in the book that's called um, God is not a being. It is a state of being. So when we pray to the deeper, wiser, higher and more intelligent part of ourselves that is connected to the whole, we pray to the awakened part in us that is indeed the God in us. So there is the human part that struggles and has the anxieties and the worries and the unknown. And then there is the part that is calm and centered and is larger and has the intelligence It's undefinable. I mean, it's not anything that we can really put words on because the word God uh, is too small to put it in a thumbnail, you know, uh, about what God really is. And none of us can really describe it because our minds are so finite. So the other day, um, a girl I was working with and I was talking, she said to me, Agape, you know, I love your book and I have it by my bedside. And I relate in your book because you talk about your struggles and I do a very openly and very vulnerably. I talk about all the challenges I went through, you know, Maria. In your first book, right? In my, in my I'm binding the heart and wake up to the joy of mm-hmm. you. And in this book, again, I tell stories of, when I was an actress and I wasn't getting the parts Mm -hmm. that I wanted. And I I didn't, I, I had my connection to God, but I didn't know what to do with myself in this world. And, um, and so this girl was saying to me, I don't have the faith you have. I don't have the trust in that. There is God within me. And I said, well, do you, do you feel your heart? And she says, I know my heart and my heart has some pain. And I said, well, go there. Do you feel the love in your heart? And she said, yes, I feel love. I leave my parents, my family, my friends. I said, go to that place where there is love and connect to that part and talk to your heart. That's where God is. So when people feel that God is too abstract and too far away, and they can't reach because they feel it's unattainable, they feel um, unworthy of even you know, finding the words to pray, I say just go to your heart, go to your goodness, go to your humanity, and then allow that part to express. And you'll see, Maria, in every prayer that I have, I allow our human part to express how we feel. So that if you're bereft or if you have a breakup from love, you go to God, you go to the higher part of you and you say, I am sad, I am grieving, I am lost. I don't know what my expression is. I don't know what my purpose is. And then you return to the silence is what you just said when we started, then you start to listen. And as you listen, the strength comes in, the the power within us of the soul, because in our very breath is God. It's not anywhere far away. And we have to become aware that we are actually all of us being breathed, but our conditioned self, our stories, and our humanness makes us contract. But as we open up, even right now, if we, I just, let's just say a little evocation. If we put our hands in our heart and we take a deep breath and we exhale, we exhale any concerns, any worries, any anticipations of the future and wherever each listener is, wherever you are, just allow yourself to relax your shoulders and come into a deeper relaxation of your breath and feel your breath coming in deeper, more slowly and more fully. Do you know that we actually don't breathe all the way? We breathe 30% of capacity. So right now just say, I allow myself to take a full breath and be present right here. All is well. We are here you are listening. We are speaking, we are loving, we are safe. And we ask for the light of the spirit, the God in all of us. And we ask that as Maria and Agapi speak, that we bring the love, we bring the Agapi, the unconditional love in our presence. And we feel the light, just start to feel a light coming in from the top of your head all the way to your feet. And breathe it in and start to feel that you are not alone. Of course, you're not alone because you're being breathed. And wherever tightness is in your stomach, any emotional disturbance, any events that happened that might have concerned you, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And open up your heart. and Find the sweetness in your heart. And we ask for a blessing that each person who is listening to us right now may receive a deeper knowing of their connection to the higher spirit, to God, to the awareness. And they will allow the solutions to their life's problems to be revealed to them. We ask this for a blessing. And we ask that the light go to everyone through the waves of the internet and through the waves be received. And we hold for the peace, we hold for the presence and we let go. And we return to the deepest gratitude for the gift of our lives. For this very moment, we smile inside and outside. And as we smile, we give a signal to the nervous system. All is well. We never walk alone.
0: Amen. Amen. Damn, I'm so calm now. That feels so good. (laughs) (laughs) You know what is funny when you said to go to your heart and to talk to yourself. I think it's interesting because I just did that last week. I had to do that like little pep talk with myself and I talked to myself and I said what I would say if I wasn't me to me.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly.
0: And it was really cool and really special and really nice. But I think what you feel when you do that is that godly love
2: That's right, Maria. Exactly, Maria. Exactly. Exactly. That's why that exercise
0: is special. But I think also it reminds you to learn how to love you.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And to like you. And, you know, I feel and I write in my journal every night. I have a journal that's called Agape's Prayers. I had it engraved, you know, and I write and I have this phrase Then I say, at night or in the morning or, you know, anytime, it doesn't matter. Because I say, spirit, tell me right now what spirit speaks to me. And the the, the message that I get all the time is to, to love and accept Agapi as I am, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to know what my capabilities are, you know, um, We allow ourselves to get stressed because we take more or we compare ourselves and comparisons, for example, or or fears or self-doubt or the unknown or Maria not expressing what we really feel. Not really saying, you know, as you know, in Greek, we never have the word fine. You know, if I say to you, how are you each other? You're great. You're worried. You are anxious. You are upset. You 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 are mad at somebody, but there is such fullness of our expression. We never say, I'm fine, you know. <laughs> we, we, are, we have these emotional selves and we must allow ourselves to express them. And when somebody calls you, and I, I have this habit now with my, you know, I pray with Ariana, I pray with my friends, but what I mean by pray is that I bring in the presence so that when I'm about to do my day, I'm not feeling alone. You know, so that if I'm when I'm dipping during the day, for example, I was um, a friend of mine called me yesterday and um, they were very upset. They had an argument with somebody, you know, and um, I said to her, you know, I have in, in chapter 31. I go how to reset your balance because, you know, sometimes. Um, You know, she was about to go to a big event. She had an argument. And so right there, she called me and she said,
0: T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code heal squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. dot com Promo code heal squad. Trust me, you won't regret it.
2: Fall in the light for a minute. Mm. So I wanted to read you this little prayer that I have that's called How to Reset Your Balance. So I start by saying, Dear beloved, I have just experienced a situation that threw me off balance. And I asked that I may forgive clear and disconnect from what just occurred because how many times have we felt out of balance because something happened and we carried on for days. Mm -hmm. I mean, and suddenly, you know, you have to do a show or I have to be a podcast or I have to go to a meeting. And then suddenly I'm feeling disturbed because somebody said something or somebody didn't say something and said, I'm upset. So you see, I bring to my God self to myself, to my higher self, to my presence of my wisdom. I said, I'm upset and feel discomfort. And I ask that I take a moment to return to my quiet. And I quiet, allowing my heart, my heart to soften and to clear. I send love to myself. And I ask that I be guided toward anything specific I need to do to let go. I ask that all those who are involved be sent the light. So instead of sending negativity or judgments, I send them the light. I remind myself of my oneness with them, and I ask that they receive the blessing. I trust that there is joy, that there is gratitude at this moment. I'm grateful to know that I have the choice to let go of the disturbance right now. I breathe out. I breathe in I accept myself I release the judgments and I thank you and I let my loving heart fill me up again I set myself free I love that you know and it's what you said it's like in the moment speak to your heart but let go of the judgments well, and I
0: think that's the, the reason why talking to yourself as if it was your friend is so important because we have empathy for our friends if they make a mistake, right? You aren't your one moment where you snap, you aren't your, you know, worst moment when you're stressed and angry. You're not that one thing. Exactly. Right? And so you would have empathy with somebody else and rub their shoulders and say, it's fine. Don't stress. Don't you're, you're totally good. But when it's you, you're beating yourself up and then you're getting worse. And now what you're doing is going into this downward spiral and then it's ruining your whole day. And then it's spilling into the next day. Now any decisions you're making in that state is bad. And it's just this snowball effect. So I think if we can all get into that habit of stopping down, reconnecting and talking to ourselves like, We're talking to our best friend. That's a really great step, but connecting with your heart and even finding these situational prayers, which is really cool to have to help you reset is great.
2: And and to know that um, the spirit and what I found during the pandemic is when I was crying and I couldn't see anybody and I couldn't do anything of all the things I loved. I would find that, um, you know, Maria, the spirit was right there with me, loving me. And and the gratitude, I found that gratitude for the moment and that I was alive, that my friends were okay and I could at least talk to them in FaceTime, my family was okay. And we had so much, um, you know, that we take for granted, you know, and uh, and now um, I know that for me, it's like every time I think of, of the situation in the war in Ukraine, all I want to do is bring more peace and loving and and at least be the best version of Agapi.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: you know, in my gratitude and in myself. And when I pray or when I meditate or we meditate with friends to just see, you know, beams of light going there. And then, um, you know, we have friends who have gone to volunteer and to help. But I think what is amazing is a lot of people who say, I don't know what to do, but it's the value of praying is something you can do. Yeah, but I feel
0: like I hear a lot of people dismissing that now. A lot of people are being kind of nasty on social media, like prayers aren't going to do enough. And it's it's kind of not a nice thing to say because not everyone is capable of the grand gestures that maybe someone else is someone else may have the funds to go to Poland and be able to help refugees or someone may have the funds to do other things. Some people, that's all they can offer is a prayer and that should be okay. It shouldn't be, you know, a negative thing.
2: Exactly. And I think that people who say that maybe Maria have not really experienced their power of their heart
0: the because power of their prayer Because I've seen the power of prayer
2: Exactly, you've seen the power of prayer I know I mean, it I mean, you know it in your life When you went through the health scare you had And and then I saw it with your mother I mean, your mother uh, was the beneficiary of, of so much love that was coming mm-hmm. her way From all these people And I mean, she felt it. it It's huge I call it the tsunami of, of prayer
0: mm-hmm.
2: You know, you feel it And I felt it you know, when my parents, um, I mean, my father literally would would be in Greece and be, he would call me and say, I'm dying. I said, dad, let's pray. And we would pray, I'll bring Ariana in, you know, and his assistant was there, was taking care of him. And, and my dad, you know, survived the concentration camps in the second world war. So he he knew God because he said to me, if it wasn't for God, I would have never survived. So he, I said, Dad, let's bring God into this. And, you know, and there we'd be on the phone and asking Greek, I mean, I'm just saying it now and I feel the chills.
0: Yeah, she said, You know, God, please, you know, uh, well, now I can't even remember. Help my father to feel better. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what is it? Mean?
2: Love, I love the Greek word enthusiasm. You know, I love Greek. I'm, I'm very Greek in my. Expression. I love the Greek language. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I was telling a friend the other day, I love the word enthusiasm. It means within God, theos, right? Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I have a prayer. I have a chapter here in the book called uh, How to Revive Your Enthusiasm uh, for each brand new day, because, you know, you get up and you, here you are, you've got the kids, you've got the bills, you've got the day, you're trying to get everything going and, 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 and you get stressed or you, and you, and you get up and part of you says, Oh, here we go again. But I said, no, it's not like, here we go again. It's like, here I am again. Look at this. I'm alive. I can move and to bring this enthusiasm and your joy uh, the best you can, and if you don't feel it, just call a friend and uh, say, uh, "Can we have a moment to pray together?" And and that light coming in, uh, that evocation, that to me is the greatest gift we have uh, with each other. Mm-hmm. So you pray to God, but you you reach out to each other.
0: Yeah, and you uh, know, I, I mean, think that people have to cultivate those friendships that allow for that because. I don't know a lot of people that do call each other to pray. Um, I did it in my, you know, really, really tough moments. Uh, I would reach out for prayers from people or, um, I mean, yeah, I went to Twitter for prayers once I've gone to people specifically, but, um, you know, you you talk about the differences between prayer and affirmations or mantras, whatever you want to call them. And
2: meditate,
0: yes. And I thought that was a really powerful um, message. Will you share that with everyone?
2: Yes. You see, for example, affirmations can be hollow unless you have spirit with it. For example, I can get up and look at my bills and say, "Oh my God, um, my credit cards are overdue." I'm uh, I don't have enough money in my bank account. I don't know where the energy. And, and then you can say, okay, I will affirm that I am rich or that I'm abundant or or money flows to me easily. But then part of you says, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, where is the energy in that? But I so affirmations, unless you have the juice there and the juice is spirit, again, come to your breath, come to your heart. Show me how can I navigate my finances and open up to places inside of me that are abundant and know abundance and know that money is part of the life flow, whatever words you want to find. And then as you, you, know, as you feel the support and the spirit, you can start taking the steps to bring, let's say, your finances uh, together. And, and but it is um, action, you know, prayer is not like, well, I am, uh, you know, if I have overweight, look, I'm thin and wonderful and beautiful and slim. Well, but then I'm not going to have those potato chips, you know, so like it's it's more like how do you uh, affirm what you want and then take the action to correct it and to come into alignment. Yeah,
0: and the prayer you're asking is for the strength to be able to do those and accomplish exactly. those things. So it's not example, for something you, magically to show up.
2: Yeah, so, so, like you've broken up with your boyfriend or you have going through a separation and then you go, well, bring me another boyfriend or a girlfriend that are perfect. No, let me heal the parts of myself that have picked up relationships that haven't worked, that have picked up. What is the part of me that feels... Um, not good enough or unworthy or attracts people who don't cherish me and love me. What is the part of me that I do not love myself? Like again, in the book, I I refer to a chapter. uh, You are the one you're looking for. So that as you're going um, on a date, I say, bring spirit with you. Spirit will tell you the red flags. Spirit will your intuition bring all of you on everything you do Um, Do you know, uh, Maria, that uh, I started doing um, such powerful prayers every time I went to a a meeting, an event, every time I went to speak, even if it was a party or a cocktail party, I would say, spirit, let me be used to connect with those that I'm supposed to connect. You know how many times people have social anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. And they go in and they go, oh, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know um, if people are going to like me. You compare yourself and then you go to a a party or an event or and you feel lousy. And I and instead I I started to and I remember being in New York on my own. Um, I had left my family. I was living with my mother and Ariana and and the girls um, in Santa Barbara and I moved to New York to write a book and I was by myself. And I remember being walking on the street and going Man, if I don't bring God as my partner, I'm not going to have a good time in this because I was alone. And everywhere I went, I literally would not go out with connecting what I call my bungee cord from my solar plexus to my heart, to my third eye, to spirit. And I will go to places on my own as a single girl and have amazing connections because I said, God, show me where mm. uh, sometimes I'll just talk to the waiter and I would have an amazing conversation, but I started to feel so confident about not just uh, not because of, um, you know, of who I was in the world, but who I was inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I felt so that's when I wrote on, uh, when I wrote the goddesses, as you know, and then I started to go and speak about the goddesses. And again, Everywhere I went, I said, God, give me the energy. It's you and me. It's you and me. And I. it was like a muscle building it. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't it like is a muscle. It's like a muscle. It yep. was like a. Yep. it's always there. So I want to encourage um, our wonderful listeners uh, to just start practicing. You know, I mean, the reason I wrote this book and these prayers is because I talk about everything that is human experience very very openly we all deal with fear and anxiety and insecurities and how can you in your beautiful life have a good time and have good days where you feel not because of everything that happened outside but because what you are bringing inside my mother always used to say when you go out into the world don't go wanting something go giving something and you're going to feel so rich. She said, don't go thinking, what can I get? But go say, what can I give?
0: It's such a better way to be in general, but also relying on other people to make you feel good is never a good idea. You're more than likely setting yourself up for disappointment because it's not their job to make us feel good. It is not anyone's job to tell us we're great or to do nice things for us or make us feel good. We have to feel good. So what your mom was saying is even has other layers to it other than just that kind of kind spirit of go giving it's yeah, that's that means you're putting yourself in that energy zone where you're not looking for outside affirmation, because you already have it
2: inside. Exactly, and sometimes you, 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 it comes and goes, you know. But that's where I feel uh, the 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 better together comes, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, build your tribe, build mm-hmm. your tribe. And I always give out, you know, my email to people because I do so many events where I match people, where I go, hey, come to this event, we'll talk. And then find a buddy. Yes. Find somebody you trust. So it's agapi at unbindingtheheart.com. I send my meditations out. I have meditations. I have that say, how to be bold and confident six minutes before you go to a job interview, because you go on a date, uh, you know, listen to someone else's voice who empowers you, who infuses you with confidence. You know, um... I mean, it's an amazing amazing gift how much we can empower each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there is not a moment in my life that I don't tell the people I love how much I love them. I mean, it's like when I came just this moment with you, I just I felt the love. I felt our connection. I felt this, you know, you know how much I've always loved you and and I feel, you know, how much Ariana and I feel like you are like a soul sister out there, although we don't see you much. Mm-hmm. So we are, and and I always felt your love and your support and, and for my work. And so that is priceless.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so can we create that? And I feel very passionate to help people find it. You know, Maria, I have a whole chapter in the book called finding your people. Yeah. You know, how do you find your people? Mm -hmm. And if um, you feel, oh, I'm not included here or these people don't like me, these are not your people. Yeah, Don't go after the people that don't want to interact and support you. Be ruthless about that. And you say, well, I'm going to be alone. Fine, better to be alone, hold in your aloneness and then start to feel where are your people. Do you
0: know how many times I have to advise friends that are close to me that I'm like, Trust me, being alone is a million times better than what you're dealing with because you're sinking your own ship. You have to look at it to me, like just all these bags of bricks that you're carrying, but but not even just carrying, they're throwing them at your head. They're hurting you physically and emotionally. It is better to be alone and regroup. But for people who are listening to this, we're like, well, I don't believe in God. So prayer is not for me. What do you say?
2: I say read my book, (laughs) honestly, because I wrote this book. It took me a year during the pandemic. You know, Maria, right now, this book has been out for two months and I get the most amazing emails from people saying, I am a Muslim. I am a Hindu. I was in the Catholic church and I left it and I didn't, I stopped my faith in God And when I speak, I heard you on the podcast and I picked up your book and I read the prayers now every night. I had a woman from East End, London, who said to me, I'm a single mom and I've been living in paralyzing fear. Mm -hmm. I've been reading loud your prayer about fear every night. It's been three weeks. I feel amazing, Agapi. I feel fearless. And I cried, Maria. Yesterday morning, I woke up, there was a woman who said, I was born with such rigid religion, I turned against God. And I realized that you are saying, God is in you, is in your breath, is in your cells, is in your life force, that you wouldn't be alive. I don't care if you call it God, or if you call it the oneness, or the I am, or the universe, or the higher intelligence, it doesn't matter. But Call it, my mother used to call it your life force, the 36 trillion cells, 36 trillion, 36 trillion cells, billion, trillion cells that are making you. Those cells have life force. They have consciousness. These are the places where we must take ourselves our humanity and allow that energy to come in and fill us and it takes courage and it takes practice. And um, if you meditate, um, please call in the light first and let the light fill you because people say, I can't stop my thoughts because meditation can be dry. And let me just say something which I would engrave in my forehead as a tattoo. If your heart is not in it, it don't mean a thing because your heart is mighty and bring your heart, bring your love to everything you do. And so prayer is really about a heartfelt connection with yourself and your higher self and the God in you, the spirit in you. And you might not know it, but give it a chance and let that spirit flood you guide you open up the gates and it's uh it's the most magnificent thing in the world and i and i know that when i work with people and i teach them meditation and i i I send them my audio prayers people start to feel it maria you know and they awaken and there's nothing more wonderful to me than being used for someone else to awaken and i i i I want to ask you if I can read this poem, my darling. And it's about a, you see, here's the thing. I have dealt with loneliness, tremendous loneliness. I mean, I remember when I left my family and I and I came here because I was dating a man and I thought he was the one. <laughs> How many times? Well, you got your one, so you are happy and wonderful. <laughs> And you're blessed. And Kevin is amazing. <sighs> Except you for know. this morning. <laughs> wow. Why he didn't make you coffee?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my massage. I didn't get my coffee. Nope. Nothing. He
2: wasn't up. Well, then you should have given him a massage. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. I'm sorry. I'm digressing just because it's an inside joke.
2: <laughs> give him my love. I, know, oh, I will. I can't wait. When you come to New York, you have to come and see us and okay. we have to go to dinner. I would love that. Um, but you know, I, I remember Saturday night, if I didn't, if I wasn't going out, you know, or I didn't, um, have a a date or, and I would be home and I would feel so lonely and excruciating. And I remember my girlfriend saying to me, how can you be lonely? You're with one, with my most favorite person in the world, you, he said, and I said, well, because I'm not my favorite person in the world yet, I have to become. I was in Mykonos one day and I was watching over the Aegean and you know how magical it is when you are in the Mediterranean and you're watching the sun set or the sunrise or it is so the vistas of the Greek land. And this poem came to me and I wrote it in my iPhone. I mean, I dictated it in my iPhone and it, it is in the chapter 16, the hidden gifts of being alone. You know, but I had to learn to embrace myself. And it's called coming home.
0: Uh, hold on. Do you want to laugh? This is the exact page I have the book open to because I was going to read that part. Kelsey. Oh my God. Do you want to read it? N- well, no, you can read it. Kelsey, I like hearing your voice with it. I, I love hearing your meditations. It's such a good thing. But it's funny. Kelsey had pulled this page or this poem oh. and sent it to her sister. Oh
2: my and God. It's Man, so I funny. It yeah. I used to be so lonely, lonely at my house, lonely when I got back to sleep, lonely when I was alone. When I was with people, I was never lonely, but when by myself, loneliness would hit my home. And then one day I heard a voice, why don't you move in? I live alone too. You would like it here. Move in with me. I looked around and it was me talking to me. My house was empty. Wow, I said. I left that beautiful place a long time ago, going out looking for others to fill my home. And I left my house empty. Move in, move in with me. You like it here. You'll never have to pay rent. I'll never evict you. You'll be my honored guest. I know you, your likes, your dislikes. Your little quintessential idiosyncrasies. I know you. I'll treat you nice and kind and give you lots of space. Move in, come, move in with me. I looked into my eyes, my heart. I saw the love for me. I surrendered. I opened the door and I moved in into my empty house. Wow, I had left a long time ago. It was exactly as I left it. It had just missed me. I moved in and never left. I never felt alone anymore for my house filled with love. Once I accepted such a kind, tender invitation.
0: Yeah, that's pretty great.
2: So, you know, I feel Maria that we must move in with ourselves just as we are, Um, you know, not perfectly imperfect with our idiosyncrasies with our likes with our don't likes with i feel sad today i feel depressed today i feel lonely i feel whatever it is there is a bigger part in us that that is our soul you know we don't see our souls but our souls love us and 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 to me prayer is like reconnecting reawakening reremembering you know I had a, a podcast with Deepak Chopra about two weeks ago, and he kept saying, uh, re-remembering, remembering we are a member of the consciousness that we are part of the consciousness and 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 it's tender and it's human and it's vulnerable and it's and we're all alike. that's that's I keep saying, we're all alike. we people can look at you or look at me or look at people who are on the right books or on the front line or are there and say, oh, you you got it, and I don't have it. And that is, I'm sorry, that's BS. Now, can I just say that on the show? Mm-hmm. And it's like not, that's BS. That do not do that to yourself. But we can use each other to, to learn, to uplift. I mean, you shower people with wisdom and, and every time, and you share so openly exactly who you are. And how, how grand is that? To just say, this is who I am, just as I am. And not every day I'm going to feel great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you are in a place of where your loneliness or your depression or your sadness is become chronic or your self-doubt, you got my, you got to shake it off because that is giving permission to the lower part of yourself to grab you and to rob you of your life force. You know, my mother had this great expression. I should make a, a T-shirt. She used to say, change the channel. Like if she saw me in disappointment. Oh, my I didn't get the part. I'm so upset. I, I, uh, My project fell through or something, and i will be depressed, you know, for a day or two days. She's also, okay, snap out of it. Change the channel. You've got the remote? Change the channel.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's, you know, it's hard for for people to change the channel, though, especially when you're ill. Um, but when, I think that these, yeah. these are great tools to help you try to get back on track. I'm going to go to the queens in the booth. Queens, I need you to hey. jump in here um, as we've been talking a lot, and I want to make sure that anybody who's listening is represented if we are missing something. Like, are you... Are you left with questions about how to connect with God or universe or spirit? Are you left with questions on um, how to cultivate this relationship, how to do any of the things that we're talking about?
1: You know, I think for someone who's just starting out, right, they just they don't know where to turn. They don't know where to go. They want to start building this muscle, though. Agape, what would you say is like the first the first thing, the starting place for them? Like, how how do they even
2: begin I would absolutely say that take a piece of paper and a, and a pen and write down I don't know where to begin I don't know how to trust I don't believe there is anything other than myself
1: mm.
2: and I'm willing to see if there is something larger and support from God the universe I'm willing to open up to receive you got to face how you are state how you are own it own it not deny it and then be willing to shift mm. if you're not um and if you're judging the hell of how you are and then you've locked yourself in you close the door nothing is going to come in but if you said just the phrase i am willing." to know something else than what I know right now and just show me, you will be led. You might be led to a book. You might be led to a friend. You might be led in your sleep, in your dreams. But trust me, because you're not alone and spirit cannot invade you, spirit will not interfere. You have to ask with a willingness. Does that make sense? It does. It absolutely and, does. and so you have to, be able to, to able go to... and, that, and the, the reason i'm saying take a pen kelsey and, and a pen because there is power in the written world mm. there is power in writing and then even if you just said i am listening i'm receiving and you take it and you write down spirit what do you have to say to me and make it up and and spirit might say hmm it's about time you did something that felt good for yourself. Okay, just that. Or it's about time you start to give of what you already have to someone who is less than you. You don't know what spirit is going to say, but spirit, trust me, will give you a message. I love that. Now, is and, that something
1: and... we should do daily then? Is that like, you know, do like take five minutes and ask daily is that how we like continue i that? would
2: say more than five minutes i would say daily i would say 24 7 if you want to and mm. it's worth it's like it's like having a lover i mean you would do anything for them you know you would yeah. uh, it, you you want to talk to them more than just once a day or once every other day make that a habit of opening up to you know uh you've heard all the the yogis and all the A spiritual teacher say your third eye is where your soul is, you know, uh, your heart is where the power is, the spiritual heart. I mean, these are not just things that I agape is just saying and discussing with Maria right now, these are universal truths throughout centuries. How uh we are connected and we are part of human of, of the higher consciousness, and there is a third eye that opens and we see the light and we see the presence. So let me just say everybody's got it the universe didn't say well you people on the left you're gonna get it and i'm gonna bless you and you people on the right you know screw you go go Mm. have a live a life on your own and see how you do it doesn't work that way we all got it but certain people i mean maria said since she was a little girl she felt the trust and knowing of god well that's a blessing Mm -hmm. that's a huge blessing i didn't but it came
0: with the non-blessings Think Like, like it came with the tough stuff is exactly. what I'm trying to say. It came with my dad being so sick. I mean, I used to be in church. I would go before choir practice on Wednesday nights, an hour early, and I would just sit in the church alone and I would guttural cry and just talk to God.
2: That's amazing, Maria. That's really amazing. What I mean, it is, It it, it came in. So many times we know we find God through our adversities. Like Mm -hmm. when we're in crisis, if you're on a plane and the plane is, is turbulent, you know, and you think, Oh my God, we're going to crash. You're going to pray to God. Mm -hmm. So when we're in crisis, when you, um, when someone you love is sick, when you have an emergency in your life, you're going to go to God because instinctively we know God is there. So, Why don't we go to God on our everyday life with our everyday issues? Mm -hmm. Be smart with yourself. Outsmart your ego. Outsmart your your self-doubt. Outsmart your lack of confidence. Outsmart it. I mean, it's sort of like fake it till you make it. I had to do that. I had to say, listen, nobody's hiring me as an actress. I'm going to give Agapi permission to go do a one-woman show. I know how to do that. I have the chutzpah. I'm gonna ask my friends to help me. I'm gonna rent a gallery. I'm gonna ask everybody to come. I mean, I just gave myself permission to go do what I wanted to do. Nobody, nobody, the world wasn't giving me what I wanted. And that's been my message throughout my books. That's in helping so many people. And I always say, if I can do it, you can do it. Because I I was in a in a straitjacket of not finding my expression. But I had to take Maria every Once I found spirit and the light It wasn't as she lived happily ever after Like you, you know You had to find it through your dad not being well I had to find it through the world not giving me What I thought I wanted You know mm-hmm. And and again with relationships And the more the world said no The more I had to go back in and say yes to a copy. And that was like, till one day I said, Hey, I have a beautiful heart and I'm going to share it with everyone, whether they want it or not. And guess what? Everybody wanted it. Because everybody (laughs) everybody wants love and it wasn't conditional. And then I went and talked to people and hugged everybody and signed books and loved and all my events, which I miss so much now, were love fests. Mm -hmm. Because I said, everybody wants love. By
0: the way, for anyone who's listening and doesn't realize what agape means... Agapi's name means love in
2: Greek. Yes. <laughs> you were made for this <laughs> unconditional love, and I had to love Agapi. You mm-hmm. know, because again, as you know, you know, um, I, I was my sister was writing bestsellers and being like hugely successful, and I was struggling to get a little part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the universe really, the universe set it up for me so that I had to go. Hey. It's who I am, and that's plenty. And then I went, "I ah, let's go tell everyone that who they are is plenty." And it was so. It's so. Again, uh, ask yourself, where is it that I'm holding my love back from myself? And Kelsey said, "Agapi, where do people find this God? Where this, in your heart? Love your heart as it is. Your heart. Talk to your heart. Talk to your heart every night." Kelsey said, "Every five minutes a day." No, every night, twenty-four-seven. How are you now? Talked. Maria said she gave herself a pep talk. How are you? Well, I'm. You know, I'm sort of worried about this. Okay, let's talk about worry. You know, let's talk about how can we get you to get off worry. You know, I have chapter thirty-two. You can kick the worry habit. You know, we Greeks even have worry beads, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so it's like. I ask to know that beyond the storms and the hurricanes and the turbulence of the sea, there is a stillness and a calmness that is always present. I feel an invisible presence of steadiness. And as you say these words, and I encourage people, Maria, to read this loud because I wrote this prayers with spirit on my side. I wrote them through my tears during the pandemic. I wrote, I wrote them when I was, screaming and kicking when am i going to be able to speak again and you know it took months and months and it was horrible for me i don't know it was horrible for so so many people and 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 it, it it took a lot of strength to awaken that part and to hold yourself moment by moment to not cave in Anytime I bring worry upon myself, I remember that it's a byproduct of the false self. So remember, we have the true self and the false self. And my true self only knows peace, calm, and serenity. I do not give over to this worry. I don't give over to the anxiety and the restlessness. I return to the invisible because that's the thing about soul and spirit and God it's invisible but guess what my mother used to say i go to the ocean and i feed the seagulls and i feel i feel the spirit everywhere and you go and you look up in the sky and you go to any any walks in in nature and you feel the palpable presence of spirit so go where where you find it you know go to the places that bring you the calm and the sweetness, find it in nature, find it in people, find it in music uh, and whatever it is that ignites you. You know, um, Hugh Jackman was interviewed by Tim Ferriss and Tim Ferriss said to him, when did you know that uh, you uh, were meant for the stage? And he quoted one of my favorite uh, phrases in a movie. You remember the Charts of Fire, the movie? I never saw it actually. Oh, Maria, you have to see it. Yeah. It is incredible, and um, and he, the guy is uh, an athlete, and he he's running, and he's also a missionary. And his sister says to him, um, Eric, you mm-hmm. have to give up this little hobby of yours of uh, running. You're a missionary. You're here to do God's work. And he says, but when I run, I feel His pleasure. <laughs> wow that's amazing So i want to ask you maria when do you feel his pleasure when do you feel god's pleasure in you look at you you look so adorable the way you did your eyes like that <laughs>
1: i was like wow I, I don't know taking care of the babies
0: i don't know I have when you're to taking care of that. your mom when do i feel god's pleasure
2: what does that even mean well, when you prayed, you felt God's pleasure. When you felt, you, when you were praying, didn't you feel God's pleasure?
0: I don't know if I f- felt God's pleasure. I felt God's presence and Present. I felt God's okay. love. But to, f- I, I liked what he said. Is you know I was doing God's work, but this is when I felt God's pleasure. But I don't yes. know the distinguishment there. I don't know what God's pleasure means.
2: Well, God's joy. Hmm. When you sing, like okay, I have an image of you in Greece at your wedding, mm-hmm. the Greek wedding. Oh my God, I get the chills as you came down and you were on the horse, on the on the on the horse with the uh, the chariots, yes. whatever you know. And you and all the Greek people were throwing. Right. Rice. Rice. <laughs> I mean, my God, there was such presence of spirit and all the beautiful tables with the lemons, mm-hmm. and, the, and that was the most magnificent wedding ceremony to me. I wasn't there, but my heart leaped Didn't you feel that God's pleasure there? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um,
0: wow. I'm going to sit with that. I mean, I definitely, I think I feel God's pleasure in nature and when I'm doing good things in the world, for sure. Because I think that's our, it's, it's kind of our godly expression, right? As when you are charitable and giving and kind. So I think that's why we love doing it. Uh, But Agapi, you've definitely left me with something very deep to think about. Agapi, thank you so much. The book is called Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire and Uplift You. You can get that on our website, wakeuptothejoyofyou.com. We'll put all of it in the summary of this episode. Agapi, thank you as always.
2: Thank you, Maria. And uh, remember, uh, agape love is the, the, the love that Maria and I are sending to you right now for your day and for your days to come. Let's lift each other up and know that we have mighty hearts that can overcome anything.